Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to the QuiffCast with me, Rob Baines, and Charlotte Smarty. <laughs> Still more accurate than all the other times you've tried to pronounce my Smarties. Name. Smarties. I haven't had Smarties in a while, actually. Remember when, like, the blue ones were meant to have the hallucinogenic properties in them nope. and people just ate the blue ones? I don't remember that at all. Oh. I don't even, I don't even know that theory. Apparently something in the colorant made children go insane. <sighs> or maybe extra hyper. So right. they got rid of them for a while and then oh. they released a packet of just blue Smarties. Oh. But with all the chemicals taken out of them. Okay. So it's like... Here you go, we th- we think they're coming back in a big way, but they're not really. Yeah, Google it. Will do. So today, um, we're going to talk about, yes, you guessed it, Doctor Who. We have actually have not done a Doctor Who related um, Quiffcast since Series 0 of uh, the Quiffcast. Oh, I thought you meant Series 0 of Doctor Who. No. <laughs> And um, there's a lot of Doctor Who that's happened since, mm-hmm. but you have only just got back into it, haven't you? I've never been into it, to be honest, up no. until well, now, really. You like some of the DTs. The only reason why I watched them is so I could understand what you were going on about at uh, school. Okay. I don't mind David Tennant as an actor, but it wasn't something that I would watch readily. Yes. Out of choice. Yes. If it was on, I'd watch it. Sorry, I was full of hiccups and dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's Doctor Who's come back. And uh, to be honest, I was coming towards the end of um, Peter Capaldi's stint. Mm-hmm. I didn't really... Honestly, I didn't really watch it. Um, I, I think season 10, or series 10, whatever you want to call it, that's the season I didn't watch. Purely because... I felt the writing was getting quite bad and inconsistent. And a bit stupid. And a bit stupid. And the characters were very un- inconsistent. Um, you know, each series, uh, you like a companion um, was written differently to the, the season previous, or the Doctor was totally different. Peter Capaldi st- started off as like a, a very serious Doctor, and really? then he just got... He got really... The first episode of his thing was a T-Rex in London. I know, but he's a, his, his doctor as a character was like... I think he would have worked as a serious doctor, but the writing for him just didn't work. No. Uh, I mean, we watched the first episode in the cinema, and to be honest, I didn't really even enjoy that too no. much. No. 50th was really good. 50th was good. I did enjoy that. That's one of my favourite... That's one of my favourite episodes of Moffat's era of Doctor Who. Um, were but we in Birmingham? We were in Birmingham. We were. We were, we were at Comic-Con. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're actually at Comic-Con right now. This episode's oh, does this actually yeah, go out this when we're going out, yeah. So we did need to record it today. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so we're at Comic-Con at the moment. So that's just segueing right there. Me and Charlotte and a few of our friends are at... MCM Comic Con, which is where we watched that, which is we went to Comic Con when we saw the fiftieth uh, Doctor Who. We went to see it at Birmingham. Uh-huh, we did. And we're back at the same Comic Con today. If you were listening up to this on the day that it was released or the day after, we're at Comic Con at the moment. Um, oh, actually, if you're if you're listening to 
if you're listening to this Quiffcast and you're going to Comic-Con and you see us, just... and you're, you're listening to it right now and you spot us, come and say hi. And it'll be very ironic that you're listening to the Quiffcast whilst you're at Comic-Con and you see us. That's the that's a very unlikely event to happen, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it could. It could happen. It's it's always a, the the realm of possibilities is endless. <laughs> endless. <laughs> endless. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna, I think we're going to be talking a bit about uh, the new era of Doctor Who today, um, which is uh, Chris Chibnall's. Um, era of Doctor Who, uh, with the first female Doctor, Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. Um, what's your opinion? You, I mean, this. I mean, you. You watched. You watched it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've watched. You them. watched one episode live, and then you actually asked if you could see the other ones. That is true. Um, what what do you think of, of the episodes you've seen? There's, I think there's only one episode you haven't seen. I, I didn't see last week's, which was about Yaz's grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one I came into was the spider one, mm-hmm. and I hate spiders. I just hate spiders. But that episode, the story was actually really engaging, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did enjoy it, even though it was about spiders. I thought with that one... Mm-hmm. I thought, well, here we go. This is going to be a creep factor in this one. Yeah. But I think it was a good balance. Like, it was creepy, but not to the degree... I thought I was not thinking... Not to the degree where you think, gonna oh, go no, into... I'm not going to let my kids watch this. Were they going to go into, like, jump scares and stuff with this one? I don't think they did that much. No, there Three was once, an element of it. But... I mean, spiders are just horrible creatures anyway. Yeah. And I would just leave the room if there was one in there anyway. But no, the story was really good, and um, I like how the doctors like kind of set to like the no gun rule. I don't. I, I like how it's not dramatically changed. Like the core principles yeah. of the doctor are the same. But to be honest, I was quite sceptical when I heard about Jodie Whittaker becoming the doctor because I wasn't sure whether a female could actually pull off that yeah. iconically male role. I think I think there was I think everyone was sort of thinking. I mean, there's there's a lot of people. It's thinking, like, are like, we yeah. just changing this just to empower women? Mm. But she's there's actually a... really good. <laughs> no, yeah, she's actually really good. I and think... I think they picked the right person, disregarding gender. If mm-hmm. they found a man that fit the role perfectly, I'm sure they would have gone for him. But they... yeah. she fits the role really well, and she's done a fantastic job so far. I don't think they set out to cast a female doctor. No. But I like how they opened it to everyone. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a radio interview with her on um, Radio 1 and she was going on about her interview process. That mm. She said that it was open to everyone. Um, but they had to send in videotapes of them actually doing something to send off to get the role of the Doctor. All and right. She was hopping around her flat with a cardboard box full of wires pretending to defuse a bomb. (laughs) But she had to send the family members to bed because even they weren't allowed to know what she was actually rehearsing for. So she was in a room on her own with a video camera videoing herself pretending to defuse a box. I want to see that video. (laughs) That's what she was talking about. And her accent is so thick. Not not as in like thick, but like a thick Yorkshire accent. Yeah. It took a bit for me to understand, and we're northern. <laughs> yeah, the, the, there was a bit. Um, there was a few complaints. I don't know. Well, there's a few like 
posts online where Americans had to uh, stick the subtitles on for like, one of the, the first I mean, few episodes. Come on, really? She's not that bad, but no. then again, we're from the north. <laughs> yeah, we can understand her perfectly. Well, is Sheffield the Midlands, or is that like? Mm. It, she's got it's Yorkshire, more, though, it's, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's Yorkshire accent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah the Sheff- Sheffield has that sort of accent, I think. But I think there's there's a bit of a range. I mean, all the characters, companions, wise and stuff, have different sorts th- of levels of the accents. I think the companions work. Yeah, Bradley Walsh is amazing. He is, and to be honest, and I saw he was going to be a companion, I was like, why? <laughs> But he's actually a really good actor and he's embraced his role mm-hmm. brilliantly and I think he definitely is a solid character in mm. in the series so far. And definitely the writing has been fantastic to all the characters involved. Yeah. Like, in some way or other, you know about their background and their stories have been entwined and all this nonsense that's gone on. Yeah. And I think it really works. Has there only been has there been any episodes that have stood out? I mean, there's only, none has only been to, to me. Um, I enjoyed the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a shame that Bradley Walsh's like um, what's his face's grandma mm. that he was like married to. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that she wasn't in it for as long as I think she should be, but it worked for the story. Yeah, there's, a, like there's a degree of loss in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also like how they're. Cu- What's his name? Ryan? Yeah. Ryan, yeah. Okay. I like how him and Bradley are like coming together. Yes, there's, like, a, there's Slowly, like, they're getting like, to know each through other. Through the series arc, they sort of. It's building that relationship and. Yeah, which is know, nice. Yeah. I did like the death race. Death Race. Oh, yes. I enjoyed that one. That was an interesting one. That was an interesting concept. I thought it was quite cool. Definitely got the budget now for more variants of um, locations. I like how different each each episode's been. Yes. Because that kind of keeps you hooked. And And they're they're reaching into the more history side of Doctor Who again, which is something that the... The Rosa Parks one was... That was amazing. That's that's, that's what I was going to say, the one that stand out for me. Yeah. Because um, that's probably the first time I've, you know, teared up over a Doctor Who in a, in a while. Yeah. Um, to a normal episode as well. Because sometimes, you know, classically, regeneration episodes are very sad because, you know, it's, it's the Doctor, you know, last of their Doctors. But this was one of the first episodes where... The fact that she couldn't do anything episode, and she knew she couldn't do anything yeah. to actually make the future better. But they had to sort of get involved. Yeah, to get involved. Yeah. Get it, uh, set history on the right course. Sort that of thing. was a fantastic episode, but an educational, an educational, yeah. Because I mean, a lot of the kids nowadays don't actually get told about Rosa Parks. No, I mean, I I didn't know Rosa Parks until until I heard about what the new Doctor Who episode. Yeah, was. <laughs> I knew about a lady that's refused to sit down on, no, the, yeah. like refused to move from a seat, but I didn't know who she was called, and I think yeah. that's kind of. Good you sort of, yeah, I, I, I knew the, I knew the sort of history. Top, um, yeah, but, but I didn't know who was involved mm-hmm. and what happened, that kind of thing. And yeah, it sort of added a bit more, yeah, context to it and stuff. And it's spurred a lot of kids nowadays to actually look up the history and mm. see what's gone on. 
I thought it was it was really good and quite relevant to what's going on yeah. today. I think so, yeah. Yeah, there's there's, there's like there's... white supremacy supremacists in like like um America and everything like the Nazis mm-hmm. and stuff. I think it's like very relevant it's, to what's going on today. It's educational and that, that, that is the point, you know. Yeah. It's good that the it's good that the writers are wanting to give off some sort of message. I think it's not in your face gotta get these messages out to the kids, you know. It's it's you it's know it's, it's translating them in a in a historical. format that in a format that they can understand and, and want to research themselves. Yeah. You know, if if the if they want to find out more about this stuff, then they're welcome to do so. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, they can ask the teachers about it, and you know, generally there's an interest in it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they might get some question. They might get some marks put down if they mention that the doctor was the involved doctor, in, yeah. in you know in the, in the exam <laughs> paper and stuff. Yeah. But um, you know. <laughs> but yeah, no, that that was an episode that really stood out for me. Um, and I think I, I, I there's there's been a few episodes where it's been a bit weak on story, but I think overall so far in this in this season it's. I think the fact that they've not included any of the traditional yes. enemies has mixed it up a bit yeah, and totally. um, left it open for like a really big story if they do want to get involved. Yeah. Um, but I also think because they've mixed it up a lot, they've encouraged a lot of like new fans to come in to the series. Um, mm-hmm. Me being included because I I do enjoy it. I've actually found a doctor that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I do like David Tennant. Don't get me wrong, but he's your doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I lo- I love the fact that um, in the first episode of Jodie's um, season, the TARDIS wasn't. Wasn't in it. It didn't appear at all, and I absolutely adored that fact. Maybe some people didn't, um, but no, I just love that the fact that the TARDIS wasn't in it, and it's just like, yes, just shows that you don't need the TARDIS to be a central Doctor point. Um, episode. And to be honest, the TARDIS hasn't been hasn't a major been, point, which it just, should be. It's 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 just it, the TARDIS is meant to be a literally a vessel to get from story to story. I mean, yes. I do like the, how pretty the TARDIS is. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lovely design. and It's very organic again. Very organic. Not too busy. No, it's quite... Not too big either. No, I, I know it's I meant like to be big that. on the inside, but seriously, it just focuses on the console and that's quite nice. It's not like a... doesn't feel, doesn't feel like a science fiction spaceship. I love all the different TARDIS designs, but I love the more organic styles because it's it feels more like a living thing. Yeah doesn't feel like a spaceship but it is like meant to be a living thing isn't it yeah exactly so i've seen all that (laughs) what do you think about the uh future then do you think the future of doctor who in terms of geordie's so far in the series that i haven't detected an underpinning storyline like Like a a series arc like a series arc i haven't no. I haven't seen one. No, that's, that's, that's a good point, But actually, it yeah. doesn't... All, I mean, all the episodes are linked together. Mm-hmm. By, like, travelling from one place to another. Fair but, enough. But, but if, there's if no real underlying thing that if story you were, arc. If you jumped on at a later stage, you wouldn't... You wouldn't get... Like, what's this? What's, this, what's going yeah, on I mean, here? I, you could come in at any point, and I think 
they've done that purposely for people who weren't sure about Doctor Who. They see an episode, they go, oh, I like that. Yeah. For the first series. But I think maybe towards the end of this series, they will introduce maybe a story arc halfway through. I mean, I don't know how, how many episodes. There's ten are. now in a series. Ten now in a series. So what episode are we on now? Six, I think. I think six. it's six, yeah. So maybe next week they'll probably introduce maybe an underlying story arc, which mm-hmm. may go on to that. I've hit the microphone. I'm oh, sorry, Ash. <laughs> um, go on to towards the tenth episode, and then end on a cliffhanger. Yeah, it's it's and there's and there's there's big been big news recently. The fact that there's not a Christmas special this year. It's a New Year special this year, so they're giving it a week. Um. Which I think might be good because if it's like something they've never done an episode that's been, I don't think they have, like New Year related. So do you think the New Year related episode will be the tenth one, the no. end of this series? No, it's. I think there's a there's a break. Or is it the midpoint? Because the series arc might be introduced on the tenth episode and could link to the New Year oh, episode. I don't know. Maybe I think it might be a cliffhanger for the because there is a little break between. The end of this season. And... There's got to be a cliffhanger somewhere to keep people hooked. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think, think so. there eventually will be a story arc, but at the minute, I think they're trying to get as much audience as they possibly they might can. Might do a might do a cliffhanger there because I didn't say there were any any classical. Um, they might introduce a classical doctor for that new year or something. Yeah, but I think it's nice that they've introduced like new new things. I mean, today's episode last week's episode if you're listening to this, <laughs> with the posties the posties the kablam people yeah kablam yeah I kind of liked it mm. originally it kind of threw me off a bit because originally I thought the posty guys were going to be the enemy and they sort of were no that's good though isn't it but then they weren't and they were creepy I don't like them they remind me of you know the little um, puppet guys like Jigsaw <laughs> oh yeah yeah they remind me of that and when I saw I saw a gif on Twitter earlier today, earlier on Sunday last week, um, <laughs> of the little puppet guy, and I thought, that's awful. <laughs> I don't like that. And they were creepy, but I, I kind of like how it was like um, a machine asking for help from yeah. a human's wrongdoing. No, but it's good. I, I, I love that twist. I love how that it's turned turn things on its head and mm-hmm. I would like to see that in the future of more episodes like different twists and turns and I'm sure I'm sure it'll happen again. yeah I wasn't I, I totally didn't expect that ending for the episode I didn't expect him to be the enemy no I didn't I didn't want to spoil it to anyone I'm just going to say him it's a man him <gasps> him it do you her. remember him from Powerpuff Girls yes he used to creep me out I'm not He's even sure sad. whether it was a he because like a cross-dressing Cross-dressing crab. devil or something. Yeah, devil, devil crab. crab thing who had bats a lot. Yeah. And a like, pink furry thing around his neck. And he was had quite, a weird echo. Quite sexualised in yeah. some way. Yeah. He's not in the new episode. Not in the new series. No, because... Because that's wrong nowadays. No. Can't have that. Nope. Neville. That was a Neville. tangent. That was t- <laughs> Just going from Doctor Who to Power of Girls, that's a great segue. <laughs> Oh, oh, well, I think this is time for oh, a word. I'm, I'm going to have a drink. <laughs> from our sponsor. 
Introducing the Quiffcore Turdis. You know, I heard a joke a joke last week about a Turdis. Did you? Go on. I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing the Quiffcore Turdis. Um, if you ever, if you ever sat on the toilet whilst hmm. you're having a doo doo, a doo doo, and never heard do someone call that a doo doo. A doo doo. It's not the first word that comes to mind. Uh, well, the first word that comes to mind is not appropriate for Quiffcast audiences. Um, <laughs> it's not just me. Um, when you sat having a doo-doo, what you do-do is you think-think um, of where, where, where you'd like to go. So, it uses the mental capacity of your doo-doo to do... <laughs> wow, you should work in advertising. Um... <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> oh, I meant like presenting it. All right, okay. Um, <laughs> technically, I do work in. I know you do. A bit. Anyway, so you dabble. Do do do. I dabble in advertising. <laughs> um, so when you're having a do do, you think think about where you want to go go. <laughs> so using the mental um, essence of your do do. Essence. The mental essence of your do do. It takes you to... I'm sorry, that's not the stench. That's my mental essence. <laughs> to the place. Your doo-doo wish you to go-go. So you'd be sat on the toilet and suddenly you'll find yourself somewhere completely different. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. The open toilet door. You can't go back until you need another doo-doo. So you have to... <laughs> you have to wait until you need a poop. Yeah. Then go for a poop <laughs> and wind up somewhere entirely different. Well, depends and on depends on something depends entirely on, different. Depends on the mental essence of your doo doo. So it would genuinely rely on what you've eaten that day. So say you wanted no, well, to if go you channeled, home. If you channeled the location you wish to go to, whilst you were do 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 do. So you, it doesn't matter. The composition you have to of the doo-doo. It. You have to channel it. It's best to think about where you want to go whilst you're eating. And then the food takes that Whilst you're eating? Okay. And digesting, I suppose. It depends which... Yeah. So approach. you've got to constantly think of where you have got want to go. Whilst your body is He's creating the doo-doo. It's processing the doo-doo. So that's like constant thinking that I want to go somewhere. Only when you're digesting it. How do you know? Well, you have to just, you know, you have to channel that mental energy... You, into can't, your you don't know body. when you're not digesting, and then, though. And then, if the doo-doo's right... <laughs> How do you know if it's right? If the doo-doo's right... Doo-doo's never right. Then, <laughs> that's where you go, go. Anywho. So, any time you're going to appear somewhere completely different. <laughs> depending on your doo-doo. Depending on what you're thinking of. So, would, would, when that specific would doo-doo. the turdis just arrive in that place? Hmm. Say if I was think if I went to my bathroom and it was a turdis, mm-hmm. and I thought about oh going downstairs. Yeah, my turdis would arrive downstairs in the kitchen, <laughs> and then I thought oh, oh I, I need to check t- on that. I need to check on that thing in the oven. And then you go for the d- just turdis door. T- oh, there's and the then, oven. Oh, there's the oven door, and you could still reach it while you were on the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. Absolutely. It'd be great if someone could draw this. That'd be great. It's like someone sat on the Oh, sat animate on the it. Just open TARDIS door. <laughs> TARDIS door. Hand out. Opens the oven. Oh, your chicken's not done yet. Shuts <laughs> the oven. Just temp it. Hands come back in. Closes door. TARDIS appears like downtown. Oh, I need to buy some shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> Sorted. Rack up in boys. <laughs> boys, yeah. Eee, <laughs> lovely times, lovely times. So we're at Comic Con at the moment. We are at Comic Con. Uh, how many how many doctors did you see at Comic Con? Oh, I've lost count. Loads of Geordies so around. Many, so many Geordies. So many Geordies. Saw a Deadpool version of Geordie Witch. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> Bob Ross again. But, oh yeah. Bob Ross Bob is always Ross. there. Um, obviously Harley Quinn was there. Oh yeah, and the Joker. What are we dressed as? Uh, I'm going as Diva. You are. You have From, gone. I have. As... I am. I am Diva. <laughs> you are gone. Yes, you are. No, this is a you but are. I'm yeah. not just. I'm not just Swishy D. I am Mechanic D. Mechanic D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a mechanized D. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> from the animated shop. Shooting star. Yeah, and I'm going as Tracer. You just classic Tracer. Beard, From? Beardy Northern Tracer. No, no I'm not bearded. I'm Chevron. I'm Chevron. Currently, you're bearded. I am currently bearded. But I'm not currently bearded. But you are currently bearded. But I'm not. But I want you to be. No. <laughs> I'm um, wishing you are. No. <laughs> oh, I think that would add to the northernness somehow. A bearded Tracer. Yes. Cheers, love. Cavalry's here. <laughs> Let me get Parmo. <laughs> Let me get Parmo and I'll be with you. Oh, I could kill for a Pamo. <laughs> they don't have Pamos in Birmingham. They don't. They don't. They Which don't. Is it's just a, a shame. disadvantage. Disadvantage. There's chicken in bechamel sauce. <laughs> yeah, just, well, just, just bring, bring our own ingredients. Pop to Sands reason. <gasps> Sit in hotel room. Yeah, making a Pamo. Smacking a piece of chicken to make it flat. <laughs> yeah. We'll ask the um, the staff at Ibis. Can, 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 can you make do you have a roller? <laughs> do you have a meat tenderizer? I need it upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's interesting. We're going to see a film as well. Probably, we yeah. have. I don't know. The tennis is all over the place at the moment. We usually. are going to see the Crimes of Grindelwald. Are we? we oh, are. we have. We. Ah, because if we are currently at con now, the film won't have started. Okay. Well, depends. Because currently it's eight after morning. <laughs> it's eight after morning. My clock says that. So. It's actually a dot sixteen after morning. It is. This is no context whatsoever. My <laughs> clock's broken in my bedroom, and uh, the AM and PM switched up, and I'm I count it as after morning or pre or presently morning. Wait. Presently morning. Yeah. That's what that's what my um thing is. Ah. Oh <laughs> Jesus. Did you see the spike on the fr- <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wow. Just eating a chili. <laughs> <laughs> I burnt directly in your face. Jesus <laughs> oh my goodness. I've drank but- so much coke today. <laughs> right. Okay, on another note, um <laughs> <laughs> Whilst we're speaking about comic uh, Comic Con, um, I want to just say uh, a couple of words. Um, recently, this was it. This was it. This no. A few days ago. A few days ago, 
in our time, <laughs> in our time, where, wherever our this, time. wherever this uh, tense is going, recently, um, recently on our time, recently on our time, um, there was a sad incident that happened. Um, the passing of a great legend mm. in terms of comic book and superhero history, um, the legend known as Stanley. And I just want to say thank you to Stanley um, for all the amazing, all the amazing characters, all the amazing stories. Um, that. And all the cameos. And all the cameos, the amazing cameos. In not only Marvel, but also DC films. That's true. And, yeah, that's true, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and animated films, video games. Yeah. Um, all sorts all of things. All the Lego games. Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, Simpsons, <laughs> Simpsons. Lego games as well, yeah. Um, but, yeah, just want to just wanna say thank you to that legend of a man. Mm-hmm. Um... Excelsior. Excelsior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll probably we'll probably will do another. Um, I think we should do a quiffcast where we just pretty much go over all our favourite Stanley moments, or at least have a, a, a section. But we just I just thought I'd, I'd say something now whilst it's um, you know what, what you know whilst it's quite recent quite and, recent. Um, yeah. And it's it's he's a man that's on a lot of people's minds. And a lot of people's hearts at the moment. Um, so I thought... Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Stanley. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the memories. <laughs> but yeah. So our thoughts are with with um, with his family. And uh, just all all the fans. All of, in every fan's heart. It's, it's, he's, you know, the, the news has touched a lot of people's hearts. Uh, including ours, um, so yeah, just I just started saying something like that. Very last, yeah. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, sorry. I'm just, trying to suppress a burp su- at the worst yeah. time. <laughs> God, he's, t- he's talking about an emotional <laughs> thing. Emotional I, I don't want to just. I, I don't want to let one go right now. <laughs> this wouldn't be wouldn't be very appropriate. It wouldn't be appropriate. No, but anyway, yes. So thank you very much. Um, for listening to this quiffcast, hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we will in the next one. We'll, I'm sure we'll be we'll talking about more of what we're doing, what we're doing currently in Comic Con. Yes. And um, we actually got a debate coming up. We've planned a special quiffcast coming up with us. We're gonna have a guest. I, hopefully, I'm, I don't want to say something like you know it's even I confirmed. don't know what's going I know, on right now. But there's actually a debate. Okay. Planned. Okay, is it something that I can argue the toss about? <laughs> We're going to have Charlie Leach debate against superhero films. Oh, right, to okay. Us. All right. So that's a planned thing. That we can do. <laughs> might be the next episode with us. It might be the one after, we don't know, but it's it's planned. It's, it's put in the schedule. I'm going to try and get through the whole thing. Without him going, oh, well, you see, right. <laughs> oh, come on now. Come on. Superhero films. Now, you see... Yeah. <laughs> you see... The thing about that is... 
<laughs> have you seen this Japanese film about this weirdo on this hill? It's going to be a weird episode. It's great. <laughs> I guarantee it's going to be a weird episode because just Charlie. Charlie has a very eclectic film taste. It does. And some of them are absolutely smashing. Some of them are very, very, very weird. And I mean, he's surreal. still, he's still yet to wear his Wolverine cosplay again. I really want him to. I really do. I and I hope he surprises us tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow yeah. In a Wolverine costume. I think. Because he needs think, to carry our bags in style. That's what we deserve. <laughs> he's the hero we deserve. It's, he's, the, yeah. he's the hero we need. Charlie Veen. Charlie Veen. Wolver, Wolver Charlie. Wolver Charlie. I watched the Japanese Wolverine yesterday. What? Because it was on TV. Japanese Wolverine. You know, the one where he's in Japan. Oh, Wolverine. Wolverine. The Wolverine. Yeah. It was rubbish. I'm sorry. Oh, you never watched it before? No, no, I've seen, I've seen it. Oh. It's still rubbish. Oh. It's really bad. <laughs> really bad. I feel for Hugh Jackman. Yeah. It is very... Just to end it on that. <laughs> just to end the on Wolverine that. is bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Wolverine. There you go. There you go. As an the X-Men one... fan first. Yeah. <laughs> X-Men Origins as well, though. See, I didn't mind that one. Oh, God. Taking on a different level here now. Anyway... Something to discuss in a, in a future Quiffcast, I suppose. Sabretooth is a good character. Okay. 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 I can, I can argue on that one. <laughs> Until next time, thank you very much for listening. Follow if you enjoyed on all your favourite podcast platforms, including Spotify, iTunes, and Cassette. I'm saying nothing. I've not heard of that one <laughs> Literally Cassette. Oh, on Cassette. Get like mailed, a literal get cassette. Get mailed a Cassette. Here's that podcast. Ash specifically records these onto cassette, and if Does you, he? if if you, if you, um, I really want a cassette player, specifically a Sony from Guardians of the Galaxy. And, and if you, if you request one from I would Ash, like one for Christmas. If you request one from <laughs> for, from Ash, he will Post mail out one. the Quiffcast cassette tape with signatures from both of us. <laughs> He's gonna forge them though, because we we, we we can't be bothered. No. <laughs> See you later, guys. Okay, bye. Bye.